Sports Talk New York with your hosts, Mark Rosenman and A.J. Carter. Sports Talk New York is sponsored in part by Prince Associates for all your insurance needs, the Phoenix Tube Company, the law firm of Declator Cohen and DePrisco, Solomon Jewelers, and General Needs Charity, serving our homeless veterans with dignity. And now, here are your hosts, Mark and AJ. Joining us now is a man who played quarterback in the National Football League for the San Francisco 49ers, New Orleans Saints, Washington Redskins. He led the NFL in touchdowns and passer rating in 1972. He is regarded as one of the greatest players in Washington Redskins history. He was a two-time All-Pro selection. He was also used as a running back and wide receiver. He played his college football at UCLA, where he led the nation in total options offense, 1,869 yards, and was fifth in punting average, 42.3 yards, seventh in rushing, and 19th in scoring. It is a pleasure to welcome a member of the College Hall of Fame, a member of the Redskins and Saints Hall of Fame, the one and only Billy Kilmer. Welcome, Billy. Hey, Mark. How you doing, pal? Doing great. Anytime we get to talk to an NFL legend, it's always great. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're a three-sport star playing baseball, football, and basketball at Citrus Union High School, scoring more than 1,500 points in basketball while earning All-American honors in baseball. You won all-conference accolades and were selected... Um, selected on the third-team all-conference team in football. After graduation, you spent one year at Citrus Junior College playing football and basketball, and you transferred to UCLA the following year where you get to play for Bill Barnes and the legendary John Wooden in basketball. What did you learn from those two men? Well, uh, uh, from John Wooden, he learned really good discipline. I mean, you know, he uh, was so organized, and, uh, you know, you just... uh, you knew what you were going to be doing every minute of practice. You know, not not one minute of practice was wasted. The same way with football. Uh, I I remember when I uh, I went in as a sophomore out of junior college, and I remember my high school days and my uh, junior college days. You'd be out of practice, and they'd just go on and on. Not doing a whole lot, but they weren't organized, and it was, you know, for two hours, two and a half hours. Well, when I went to the UCLA football, in an hour and a half, we did more in one hour and a half than I did in three days of high school football and everything. I mean, we were moving all the time and always a drill, but we we were always constantly uh, doing something, and then an hour and a half went by, it seemed like nothing, and we were through with practice, so... It was organization, really, with uh, with me as far as uh, being in college sports compared to high school. So you finished your college career with an outstanding senior season in 1960, throwing for over 1,000 yards, running for over 800, scored eight touchdowns, served as a team's punter. You are awarded the 1960 W.J. Voigt Memorial Trophy as the outstanding football player on the Pacific Coast. You finished fifth in voting for the Heisman Trophy. After the conclusion of a UCLA career that saw you finish among the top five in school history for passing and rushing yards as well as total offense, you played in the 1961 College All-Star Game where you earned the most valuable player honors. You're the 11th overall selection of the 1961 NFL Draft taken by the 49ers, and you're selected in the fifth round of the 1961 AFL Draft by the San Diego Chargers. What made you pick the 49ers as opposed to the Chargers at that point? Well, basically, I always wanted to play in the NFL myself. Uh, you know, the American League had only been in, uh, in operation for a year, and, uh, of course, with the Niners uh, picked me on their, as one of their number one draft choices. That, that made a little difference. Not so much the, the 
you know, when I got picked by the Chargers, they were still in L.A. They hadn't moved to San Diego yet you know, during the draft. And uh, I was uh, fifth, but I found out later that they had already signed about four players ahead of me anyway before they drafted. <laughs> Back in those days, you know, there was a big war on between NFL and AFL. That's why uh, Don Klosterman had worked for the Chargers back in those days, and he told me years later that they had already signed Keith Lincoln and some of the uh, guys that they had gotten uh, early. They had signed them pre before they drafted okay. them. So anyway, that, but it didn't make any difference. I I wanted to be in, in the established NFL, and I was on the West Coast, Forty uh, Nineers. I really wanted to play for the Rams. I was. Disappointed the Rams didn't draft me, but uh, anyway, uh, that's why I stayed with uh, San Francisco. It's interesting. As a rookie, you're, you, you are used primarily as a running quarterback in Red Hickey's shotgun formation. You rushed for 509 yards, 10 touchdowns, and including amazing day against the expansion Vikings, where you rushed for four touchdowns. The following season, you used primarily as a halfback. Now, right. granted, the 49ers had John Brody. But I have to imagine it's still a little frustrating that you did have a thousand yards in the air in college, and Hickey limited you to forty-seven passing attempts in your first two seasons. Uh, was that frustrating for you as a young player at that point? Well, especially out of the you know, we ran the shotgun my rookie year. You know, uh, we had some initial success there in about three games, and you know, <laughs> and I remember after I scored the four touchdowns. Uh, uh, the next week we've spent in Milwaukee. In those days, you know, we stayed in the towns because we had to play the Bears the next week. So we stayed in the East and worked out for a week. And so I remember Sports Illustrated came and did a whole layout on us and said uh, this was, you know, the, and, and like it's going to be the offense of the '60s, the new shotgun, you know, with the three quarterbacks and all that. Well, they did the layout and everything. Then we went down to Chicago and played them, and they beat us thirty-one nothing. <laughs> and then uh, we we stayed in Chicago and went and played Pittsburgh the next week. And uh, they had, we we played them a good game, but they beat us by a few uh, three or four points. I forgot. And uh, then we went back to San Francisco and played Detroit again, which we had beat forty-nine nothing. That started the uh, you know the deal there for three games. And uh, we we tied them, and so uh, after that, uh, those games, uh, I really didn't play much that rest of that 1961 season because they shelled the shotgun. The Bears came to town. They went back to the tee and spent and ran the tee the rest of that year. Maybe your most memorable player as a 49er was a fumble. You catch a, a pass <coughs> from George Myra, you fumble it, and it's recovered by Vikings defensive end Jim Marshall who infamously, infamously ran 66 yards in the wrong direction. What was your reaction to that play as you saw it play out? Well, I, you know, I got hit from behind, and the ball came flying out. They turned me around, and I was going towards their goal. And uh, I think it was Carl Kosoki came out and hit me, and the ball just tumbled out, and it took one little hop, and Marshall was on a dead run, and he just grabbed it and kept going, you know. <laughs> and uh, all I said, I hope he drops the ball in the end zone we get a touchdown. But he threw it in the stands, and we only got two points, so we lost the game anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
February 10th, 1967, you're selected in the expansion draft by the New Orleans Saints. You become the team's starting quarterback for much of the next four seasons. What did Coach uh, Fear's confidence in in you mean to your career at that point? Well, it, it meant really that everything, because that was at the end of my career. You know, the, the 49ers, after my See, after in 62, they made me a running back, and I played pretty good that season. I had a five-yard average and everything, but I got in that car accident that broke that leg off, and I was that was the end of my running days. And if I was going to stay in the NFL, I had to convert back to quarterback. Uh, you know, you talk about the fumble that in 64 when I came back after I laid off a year. I was, they made me a running back, and I was only there for about five or six games. I always worked out as a third-team quarterback, and then Brody got hurt that year, and I ended up the backup to Myra at the end of 64. And then after that, I backed up uh, Myra and Brody. They kept three quarterbacks for 66 and uh, 65 and 66 seasons, and only because and know we had you know our squads were only thirty nine squad members, but we had a kicker, Tommy Davis, that was a punter and a place kicker, so they kept three quarterbacks, and I was lucky to even stick around uh, my career could have been over back in the you know early sixties so uh when I went to the saints i I knew this was going to be you know if i if I was going to make it, I had to make it there. And uh, Tom Fierce gave me a chance to play. He, you know, of course, they traded for Gary Quazzo and gave up two number ones That's for right. him. But uh, during training camp, it was a long training camp back in those days. And, you know, we had two days from June 29th all the way to September. And, um, you know, uh, we had players coming in and out and I played in all the exhibition games, and um, you know I I played very well. And and when we got to the uh, first league game, I was surprised the Fears named me the starter. So for the first game that the Saints ever played against the Rams. So and as we mentioned, you remained the starter for for the first four years, pretty much. What's it like being the quarterback of an expansion team as it's starting to forge its identity with a whole new fan base? And and what was it like to be on the ground floor uh, of a, a fledgling franchise? Well, it, it was uh, especially as a quarterback, you uh, because you know the, the, we had our offensive line changed back and forth, and uh, I didn't know. Uh, we had two good guards in the center, uh, actually uh, two good guards in a tackle who became a center. And uh, other than that, boy, you know, uh, they weren't too good, and uh, our offense showed it. Our defense was pretty good, but uh, we got smacked around pretty good, and I had to get rid of the ball pretty quick. That's all I know. <laughs> So January 23rd, 1971, you're traded to the Washington Redskins, which incidentally is the first trade the team made after George Allen replaced Vince Lombardi as a head coach. It was a move to bolster the, reser- the, the reserve role behind future Hall of Famer Sonny Jurgensen. Jurgensen suffered a so- shoulder 
injury in preseason game against the Dolphins, and you would take over the starting job, and you would keep it for most of the next four seasons, one of which includes a trip to the Super Bowl. You lead the 1972 squad to an NFC best 11-3 record. You led the NFL in touchdown passes with 19, passing rating of 84.8. Looking back on that season, what are some of the memories that stand out most and walk us through what it's like being the quarterback for a team in the Super Bowl and all the pressure that comes with it. Well, uh, you know, the, the, the key to, on the Redskins was George Allen when he came there. and The, the Redskins had a good offense. Uh, you know, we had Charlie Taylor, Larry Brown, Jerry Smith. He traded for Roy Jefferson, a receiver. We had a very good offensive line. Already, I mean, uh, Sonny uh, before me threw for a lot of yards behind that line for a few years there before I got there. And uh, the defense was what was missing there. When George came in, he traded for some Rams that he had, you know, Jack Pardee, Byron Talbert, Byron Patios. Uh, he got all those really good defensive players in there. And, uh, so uh, and a couple other defensive backs, and uh, so he strengthened our defense, and that's what made our team is that defense that that he had, and our offense. And uh, well, you know, the 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 first year I was there, and I got the job because Sonny broke his shoulder there in that exhibition game down here in Miami. Was uh, uh, I got the job? We won our first uh, five games of the year that year, and boy, you thought Washington had come alive because they had been, you know, losers for thirty yeah. some years there, and they and I think they only had one winning season when Lombardi had been the coach there in '69, and uh, you know it was uh, we just made the whole town come alive. And uh, that team could have been one of our best. You know, we were 5-0, and and we went to Kansas City to play the Chiefs. And I threw two touchdown passes that early in the game to Charlie Taylor. And on the second one, he went across the goal line, and they fell on his uh, leg and broke his fibula. Uh, and he was out for the year. I, I really guarantee if Charlie had been a, uh, on our team, that year, we would have been in the Super Bowl again, I know, or been there the first time and uh, gone on from there. And he he was really having a great year at the time, and uh, it, it hurt our offense. But anyway, the next year he was came back healthy in the 72 is when we had our big Super Bowl years. And, uh, and you know, the highlight for me of that year, not because – we didn't win the Super Bowl, was beating Dallas on New Year's Eve in the championship game. Great game, for sure. You know, so Sonny Jurgens stays on as your backup. Fans in Washington tended to be loyal to one quarterback or the other. Uh, lots of them could be seen at games reading buttons that said, I like Billy or I like Sonny. What was the rivalry like between the two of you? Well, it, it, it was actually Jurgensen and I were, were, were friends. I mean, you know, uh, we got closer and closer uh, as the years went on. I mean, as we played, you know, uh, of course I wanted to play. Of course he wanted to play. But we were older, and we had been, I'd been in the league 10 years. I'd never won uh, uh, anything in football. And here I knew 
and Sonny did too, because he hadn't won much. He was in Philadelphia when they won that uh, championship, but uh, Van Brocklin was a quarterback, and he was just a backup. So we were we knew that we couldn't uh, show any kind of uh, you know uh, selfishness on our part. We had to work together. Whoever was in there, we helped them to win, and we wanted to win. That's all. We wanted the squad to win, and uh, that's how we stayed together. There was no egos involved, and uh, I guess that's why we got along so well. We're still friends today. So in your eight years with Washington, you went 50-23-1 and one as a starter, completed 953 of 1,791 passes for 12,352 yards and 103 touchdowns. All of those games were under head coach George Allen, and a large majority of them were under offensive coordinator Ted Marchabroda. What was it about George and Ted uh, that complemented your style of play so well that allowed you to have that great success in Washington? Well, you know, George didn't fool with the offense at all. Uh, you know, he, he'd come into a meeting and he'd just say, look, don't throw any interceptions, don't fumble, just take care of the football and, uh, you know, and <laughs> and left us alone. He didn't worry about what, you know, what plays we were going to run or anything. But I'll tell you about Ted. Ted probably really helped me. I was, you know, I came, I had no really training as a quarterback. I came out of college as a single-wing tailback. I had never learned the mechanics of being a quarterback, you know, taking the drop and center and everything. I mean, I did it. I did it in in in, uh, in uh, with the Saints, but I never had anybody show me uh, the proper techniques to even drop back, you know, and do that. And Ted was a stickler for fundamentals. And uh, Ted, every day from the day that I was uh, with Ted there for, I think, four years, uh, yeah. 71, 2, 3, and 4, that uh, I had to do drop backs every every day before practice, and I had to, you know, do fundamental things that a quarterback, you know, should do. Uh, and Ted was great. He probably helped my career, kept uh, my longevity better than anybody. So you also get a chance to mentor a young quarterback the Redskins acquired in 1974, a Notre Dame alumnus called Joe Theismann, who had been a star in the Canadian Football League for three seasons. What was your impression of a young Joe Theismann, and what were some of the things you tried to instill in him? And could you tell that he was going to be something special? Well, uh, first of all, uh, he came in when we were on strike. And uh, he, they, they, uh, we... They went up to training camp, all the rookies, and they had, you know, they uh, and we never did get to training camp that year. I don't believe, no, we didn't. And, uh, and I was 74. And uh, so, uh, you know, he came down here. He came to Washington and played, and they had an exhibition game against Houston, and he played pretty good. I didn't know none of the guys that on the team even went to the game or anything. <laughs> And he played good. Then the next day in the paper, I guess some reporters asked him, uh, well, what are you going to do when uh, Jurgensen and Kilmer come back to camp? And <laughs> he said, well, I'll put those two old men on the bench. <laughs> and I called, I called Sonny. I read it. I, I called him that Sunday morning. And I said, Sonny, did you read what this is? He said, yeah, I saw it. 
He said, we'll have them catching punts by the end of the year, which we did. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. All right, so you finished your 16-year 16, 16 NFL career with 1,585 completions in 2,984 attempts for 20,495 yards, 154 touchdowns, 146 interceptions. You rushed for 1,509 yards, 21 touchdowns, caught 27 passes, one touchdown, punted the ball 16 times. All of that puts you in the Hall of Fame for your college days, the Hall of Fame for both the Saints and Redskins. So here's the big question. Do you think you belong in the NFL Hall of Fame as well? Probably not, because my career, I didn't start playing quarterback till I'd been in the league over, what, six years. And I really, you know, did. I only had maybe ten years as a quarterback, you know, and played with the Saints, which statistically, you know, I... I, you know, for for the team I played with there, we did all right. I mean, you know, uh, but I didn't have the statistics and everything that uh, a lot of these quarterbacks are. I'm, I, I don't worry about the Hall of Fame. I I don't uh, think I deserve to be in there. Uh, you know, if I hadn't broke my leg and maybe in the car accident, things might have been different. Who knows? Your numbers stack up comparably to a number of quarterbacks that are in there. The argument obviously can definitely be made that you do belong there. Lastly, having played for Washington and wore that uniform, that helmet for all those years, what do you make of the name change? Well, I don't like it. I'm always going to be a Redskin forever, and so uh, I'll leave it at that. I I can't get into all the things. They tried to change the name back when... uh, you know, I was playing for them. You know, I, they had a group of Indians that would be at the stadium every Sunday, you know, in, in chanting or something about it. But, you know, uh, and, and I think George Allen one time asked some guys on the reservation, uh, uh, you know, about, you know, if they were offended about the Redskin name. And uh, he got no negativity out of them. In fact, I, I, I heard that. Uh, there was a team out in Arizona that was on a red. It was a uh, uh, Indian reservation out there, and uh, their 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 uh, m- uh, team name was the Redskins. Or you know, you know, and so they thought it was a badge of courage. So I, I'm going to leave it at that. And uh, you know, I'm too old to fool with all that stuff. <laughs> Billy, thanks so much for your time tonight. More importantly, thanks for 16 great years representing the NFL. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Mark. It's been a pleasure. Uh, our, the pleasure's all ours, Billy. Thanks so much. Saint and Redskins uh, Hall of Famer Billy Kilmer.